Welcome back to the Late Show, episode number three with Lamar Odom. What's up, my Aaron guy? Cohen. First of all, congrats on your own podcast on the low. Facts, thank you, bro. Appreciate um, that. But we need to start it off with um, me and you trending on Twitter. I know you got your rings back. Yeah. Oh, you're not the guy that gave so my everyone, rings back. Everyone thinks that it's me. Yeah. We can, we can put up the tweet, but everyone thinks that it's me. Those one who gave Sorry. his rings back. We're close, but not that. Like, close. bro, I love you, Lamar. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if I would give him for free. You know. I'm just keeping it real. Like, it's a dollars. I'm only twenty three. More, more than that, yeah. I can respect that. That'll be a uh, smart move. So good thing you didn't buy them. Uh, and I'm glad you got them back. Thank you, bro. Um, let's talk about Russ, bro, because Russ one, off the high. One week, one win, and it seems like bro, the Lakers won a championship in the what? Lakers nation. They were 0 five, bro. They're 0 five. Finally, won a game. Russ went crazy off the bench. Second they, game off the bench. They beat a team that were they probably were um, probably not supposed to beat according to Vegas. No, I no, bet you Denver probably no. was favorite. They were yeah. by two and a half. They're two good. and a half. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, first of all, there's two games. It's been two games since Russ has come off the bench and he's played well. The first one they lost, but it was a close game and he played well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Sunday night it seemed like everything just flipped. Russ went nuts. The crowd was going crazy. I know he had that one dribble, 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 the dribble, shimmy, dribble, everything. dribble, with the finish and then the shimmy after. Yeah. I think if um, you know Russ is is playing and and, and he, he winds up happy at the end of games, that, that's a good sign for for Laker fans and Laker Nation. So what do you think about what do you think about him off the bench? Like, I know. I love him off the bench because it could be his unit. You don't have to worry about passing. It be aggressive. Do you think if he starts playing really well off the bench, they'll move him back, or they should just keep him if he's playing well? No, you're going to keep him if he starts to play well because you don't want to mess up the chemistry of the team. Hopefully him keeping him off the bench, hopefully the team will start to gain some momentum and we get some wins under our belt. So you don't want to mess that up Yeah. if that happens. How does that relate to your situation? Because you were a baller, obviously, starting. Mm-hmm. For the Lakers, and well, then you came off the bench. Well, you had to um, accept the role, and I, I think he's um, accepted it. He said he said it himself that he will do anything um, for the team. Yeah. So he's been asked to come off the bench. <clears throat> yeah, and oftentimes people just say that, but they don't actually mean it. So this is a- an actual test for Russ, and he's been he's brilliant. So well, I'm looking forward to Russ to win the six minute of the year. Why not? That would be insane because, you know, you talk about a Hall of Famer, a guy who's averaged a triple-double twice yeah. in a season, coming off the bench. He's definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. I agree. But I think, you know, um, it just goes to show your um, your professionalism and how good you really are as a basketball player if you can switch roles automatically. Yeah. And so what do you think about uh, the Lakers showering Darvin Ham after his first win? Because I know you, I know you've seen that clip of Kobe reacting to uh, the Lakers and the Swaggy P era on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, going crazy. After but it. I mean, I think it's a different era and different teams. Um, People were upset. Same expectations. You feel what I mean? But yeah. I, I think I think that's a good sign for the Lakers because that that shows how that they're in it for and with their coach. That they love their coach. They didn't want to see him go through that. You know, who the fuck wants to start 0-10? Right. No, you know I mean, mean, going 0-5 and to have that much energy and passion after the game for the coach, I mean, that is, that's his first win as a head coach. So yeah. it's a pretty big deal. And even though it came I'm after pretty sure his, his for, for their locker room camaraderie, which 
none of the fans or anybody that was watching could really understand that. Yeah. So you got to let the team be the team. I mean, every it just, it's crazy how things flip, though, because, you know, 0-5, it seemed like this was just like everyone was down, and then one win, Stable's going crazy, everyone's yeah. on Russ again. Um, we got to remember with the time that we live in. So if you're a sport, so if you're a professional at any given time and you're under a microscope, everything is um, times 10. Right. You feel me? Especially if you're a Laker. L.A. Yeah. Lakers. Um, only eight turnovers on Sunday. Which is that probably was the key. Eight turnovers, play good D. So I 13 guess, for 30 from three. Yeah, in practice, you got to really, you know, get those guys in the gym, get those shots up, get those makes in, watch the ball go in a couple of times during the week, and preach, 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 and practice that we didn't turn it over. And practice, if they turn it over, get their ass on the line. Facts. I bet you they won't turn it over no more. No, and, and one thing that no one's talking about, the Lakers are number three in defensive efficiency. But that Behind means, the Bucks and I think the Cavs, which uh, is crazy. That's what I want to see because I want to see um, Darton Ham's personality as a player rub off on his team because they're you know put themselves in the hole a little bit by going on by starting off on five. So I want to see Darvin Ham's personality as a um, as a basketball player start to rub off on his team because it's a good time right now to get scrappy to start you know to crawl up out this hole. That's the thing. It's early. You know, it's only been six games now. Um, yeah. We got the Pelicans in town tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm interested to see that. How do you prepare for a guy like Zion? I know, like, when you were with the Lakers and Phil, yeah. 2009, 2010, it was all about you guys. It wasn't about your opponent. I know we spoke about this. But, like, how do the Lakers well, prepare you, for that? If you guarding them, you probably want to, um, you know, watch his recent games and, you know, see his strengths and weaknesses and which way he liked to spin or turn. Um, Zion probably going to catch the ball a lot in the post. So you want to probably watch his footwork, see what you can, what you're able to, you know, give him and, and live with and, and take away from him. Because some players, some players are just that good that they're going to get off. He's just a freak, anyway. though. It's like yeah. he's, a, he's like a big guy, but he can, like, <coughs> jump on a bunny and just dunk on, and dunk on you. Really, in the NBA, I think with any good scorer, it takes a team. Have, you know, to, to, if you want to like completely shut them down, it takes a team to do that. Understand the the team concept of of, of defense on, on what you're giving and taking away. Right. Um, but what are your thoughts on Zion as a whole? Oh, he's a beast. You can't really, you know, he's he don't come around every probably like every. 20, 10 to 20 years you're going to see Zion. I mean, you've seen a guy, he popped out of his shoe. I remember that. <laughs> I remember his shoe exploded. I remember. <laughs> you know what I mean? That reminds me of Victor, though. Yeah. The number one prospect. I think he, in my opinion, I think he's oh, even yeah. crazier than Zion. The yeah. hype around him is crazier. Yeah, this kid. What's his last name again? Wembanya, I think. Wembanyama. Wembanyama. Yeah, he's sick. That's going to be crazy. He like Lou Alcinda with... Um, with the shot like a Steph Curry. He's like real sick. When he gets in the NBA, it's going to be a problem. I can't wait to see that kid play. Yeah, it's and there's a whole tank war. Yeah, all it's these like Adam Silver even talked about it. Adam was like, yo, like, I don't even know what he's – he was just talking about like, yo, don't tank for for, for Victor. Like, it's – there's just these more These teams to play are for. all looking to sink, right? Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you were an, an owner that wasn't going to win a championship – Tanking 100%. This is a guy who can change your franchise if, if he stays healthy. 
It's a guy who can shoot the three from anywhere. He's seven three. He's, you know, like. He, and you're gonna break the NBA rules. Is it a rule that you can't tank? No, you I can't. I don't even no, know. You can't, you can't Are you not tank. allowed to? You can't do that. I mean, it sucks for the the fans, but you can't do that. Anyway, bro, honestly, it's so back and forth with Russ. Like, I did another poll on my page, and everyone was talking about. We can make this work with Russ now. Like, don't trade him. But then we talked about this before the pod. Miles Turner went on the Woj pod and was like, "Yo, like, I if the foul here quote if I was the, if I'm a Lakers, if I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this trade." Well, if I was the Lakers, I would really take a hard look at that trade too. And why is that? Because you have the ability to. I mean, make your team a lot better. I mean, it's, I love Russell Westbrook. Personally and as a basketball player, but you know he's it's two players. Not just two players though. It's one get, of the best shooters. You get an in the efficient league. shooter and a and a two shooters from three. Miles can which shoot. is your weakness. And a rim protector in Miles Davis. Number, so now Miles you got Turner, number one block, shot blocker in the league, six eleven. So now you got two shot blockers in Anthony Davis and another. Um, outside shooter, so I think you would have to at least think about it if you're the LA Lakers. And then, and then there are personal was, reasons aside for Lamar. Odom. I don't want to see Russ go anywhere. You know what I mean? No, we know we know you're a fan of Russ. Yeah, we know that. But I think if you want to, if, if the answer is like we got to win now, I think you would have to consider it. And we spoke about this off the pod right before this. You were talking about how you say fuck the picks. 2027, 2029. First he said, rounders. "Fuck the picks. Fuck the picks. Because they don't play until." <laughs> what do you say? LeBron's gonna be where? Le- LeBron is gonna be on the beach. <laughs> gonna be, be on the beach by in the, the time Bahamas. Those picks play, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying They're to win now. On the, uh, on the Bahamas by that time. <laughs> Along with the Vegas team. Yeah. Um. So speaking of like this kind of stuff with Miles Turner and players, kind of. Pushing the narrative that they want to be traded to the Lakers was. Do you have any interactions? Or do you know of any stories where? That's know, oh, in, but the NBA is a, and like is Team a, USA and stuff like the, or like the, summer like no, yo I want to be I want to be on the Lakers. The bro. players is a um. It's a players' league, so there's different things you can write in your contract. I know. Um, so like for example, when I had um got traded to LA from the um from the Miami Heat, I had a trade kicker in there that was worth a couple of dollars. Okay. And I had to give the okay. You know, I could have said no and, you know, keep the money and, you know, remained on the Miami Heat. So it was like a no trade clause? Is that what it was? I don't know what it was, but it was. I had to agree with it. Okay. But you wanted to go to L.A.? Yeah. And I made some money. And look what that, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and you got two rings yeah. in your fingers right now. That's right. So I can't be mad at it. So it's all about, I guess, um, for for players, is just knowing your power and the power that you may have, or the power that you and your agent may have, to work out the best deal for you. So, were there like any ins- instances you can recall, or like you know, in Team USA in the summer, like at a club, or like whatever, you're hanging out with like other NBA players not on your team, where mm-hmm. there was like, yo, I'm trying to get my ass to LA right now, or like I'm trying to go here. Can you like, can you help me with that or whatever? Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, not that I can really think of. Like, right offhand, but, th- I mean, there's been players, I mean, if you could think about, you know, a lot of players that have, you know, demanded trades, I don't think that's um, brand new news to um, sport fans or anybody that 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 loves 
fans just that's been happening in sports since trades have been happening, really. Yeah. Especially for the players that have power. <clears throat> Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? They wanted out of there. James Harden. He yeah. got his ass out of there. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So speaking of the Nets. Speaking of the Nets, we saw Steve Nash was canned this morning. I'm not surprised. But but even crazier, they're ready. See when on- I see shit like that, I just feel like couldn't let me coach that team. He ain't never win. No, I know. But MVP. He have no team trophies. Should've, by the way, it should have been Kobe's MVPs. I love, I love Steve Nash, but those I are I love Kobe. Steve Nash, too, but it's like, you wasted your time. For what? In no, Brooklyn. But it's I think it's crazy, bro. Like, they already have Emu Udoka. It's not official official yet, but like Woj and Sham's already on it saying, like, okay, he's going to be the next uh, coach. I'm happy for Udoka. That's the only good thing about Boston is Udoka. I just think that's crazy, though. How... You know, he was literally fired this morning, a couple of hours ago from this podcast, and now only thing see Udoka is going to be the coach. Good about Boston is the coaches are. You're saying ever, or you're saying right now, or like no, right now, Missoula. They got Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum. Yeah, and the coaches are pussy grabber, <laughs> and they def- like they that's fucked up. I mean, bro, but we talked about this in the last pod. Everyone does that. No, I'm not saying it's okay. And this is what. And this is the shit that's crazy about it, right? Corporate America, right? How much is sex going on in the, in the office? It's a in very common work. occurrence. This one, just got the, this one just caught the, the light. It's crazy. Everyone just, was talking with players like Matt Barnes, Stephen A. Like everyone's like, yo, this happens all the time. It just happened with, uh, what was that guy's name? Josh Primo? Different. And it's like it was consensual yeah. sex, no? Spurs. Was this consensual sex? Uh, Adoka was consensual and Primo was a little flat. He was flashing people. Who's Primo? He was a lottery pick for the Spurs, right? Caught him already. Done. Lottery? Yeah, lottery pick. Like two years ago, no? Yeah, last year. That's first 13. They just yeah. dropped, bro. They they dropped him and he's a free. He cleared waivers and now he's a free agent. That's guaranteed money, though. No, who picked him up? Who, Nobody. Who picked him? Spurs. Spurs. They cut him before he got paid? They owe him 8.4 million. Oh, they owe him money. They owe, they owe him, they owe him. But that's crazy. For what? Take, taking his dick out. That, that means... How old is he? A kid. He's a kid. He's probably is a, um. He's probably has a... um. I don't know how this thing. Sex addiction. <laughs> I mean, bro, he's a 19-year-old with all this... If you're 19 years old... And you were addicted to sex. You probably can't even pick it up because you just came out of high. I mean, came out of college. And all this fame. Where it was know. where it was just all about going to school and and banging puss. Now you get to the NBA. You got a couple of dollars. You think you the shit, and you, boy, we took his dick out on the girl. I think it's crazy. That's too bad for him, though. He'll be. I mean, I think he'll be fine. That's How good is he, though? He's a good player. How good? Because the NBA is all about. He was under pop. If you your know. problems outweigh your game, winning. He exposed himself to the team's psychologist. <laughs> There's definitely shit that happened on the floor. Nobody I'm calling, I'm calling ever you. pick him up again. <laughs> you think he's done? The team psychologist. Why does it matter if it's a psychologist or a trainer? It's like. Because I, the team psychology, you got to show, like, that's showing signs that he's a, he's a sex addict. He needs therapy. Did you struggle with that? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you you still. I can't put the porn. I can't put the porn hub down, bro. <laughs> is, is bro, that called the struggle? Like, like you said, bro, winning winning cures all. No, nah, yeah, yeah, but you winning those You win, you win. Yeah. Um, I think we went through it all. Really? Yeah, and I want to talk about uh, every every time I put up a poll, like yo, like, what do you guys want to hear hear from Lamar? They're like, we want to hear Kobe stories. So like any like little like I know you talked you talked about Sasha. Remember that that last clip about. You know, in practice, elbowing him, and like, who's the guy shooting the game-winning free throws in, in Game Seven? It's like, do you have any like Kobe stories that you want to share that like are untold? And that I could think of. Yeah. Um. Shit, I don't, I don't know who he's playing against. He must have had a bad game. I think. I mean, a good game. We playing. I think we playing in Phoenix. Cause I could remember like. Um, and we got on the back of the bus and it was just me and him there. He was like, I'm better than Mike. Is that after a win? Yeah. And what did you guys say? I'm like, no, nobody else heard him. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I love you, Bean, but you ain't that good. <laughs> that was like 08, right? I think it was, I oh, think no. it was... It was before we got pal. It was before we got pal. I think Fisher was close to me. Fisher might have heard him. But that's the thing, Kobe, I'm sure when he said that he meant it. He wasn't just saying it. He definitely meant that. You know, he did, didn't he? He think yeah. I mean he he know he thinks he's better than, than Michael Jordan. And uh Kobe's my go too. I didn't really watch Jordan. Like I feel like everyone has their own goat. Kobe is definitely mine, <clears throat> especially for what he did off the floor, and for the city of L.A. Are you biased? I I know I'm biased. I said he's my goat. I didn't watch a single. I, I probably watched Jordan on the Wizards. I was born in '99. No, you got the old Michael Jordan. Oh. Two more questions. Favorite Lakers moment? I know there's many, so just give me one. Can I give you two? Give me two. Oh. My um, game seven. Um, cause one time, one one we beat um, the Boston Celtics in game seven, and my wife bought me a phantom. That night? No, that morning. That woke, morning? Yeah, I woke up before to before you even played the game. Well, it was ready. It was ready. Yeah. So shout out to Khloe Kardashian, good looking baby. <laughs> um, and six minute year award. Can you walk me through that whole day of uh, the that game seven? Like, literally everything. You wake up and then from all the way to like Kobe struggling down thirteen. Wake up, nervous as shit. I remember getting to the gym and I'm just like keep like going off, it's like telling in the locker room, telling everybody there's no way that we can let Paul Pierce walk out of here with the trophy because he's from LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's no way we can let that happen. And I'm reading, I knew the game was going to be a fight because every game against them up dog to that fight. part was a dog fight. Low-scoring dog fight. So I really wasn't expecting being like, I wasn't expecting him to go off. I know they wasn't really going to, you know, they'll put four people on him before they just let him go off, go off. I know they was going to make it hard. 
But our our perseverance as a um, our camaraderie physically and spiritually as a team, I don't think at that point could be beat by any team in the NBA. We were just too strong. What was it like being down thirteen? Kobe having a bad. What was Kobe like? Like he was having a bad game. I know he's no. We just no. Just keep pushing. <clears throat> the ones that uh that count the most are going. And you know that was the mentality. Football game. Fourth and goal mentality. Just tough it out. Just cut it out. And then Meta no hits that three. Yeah, and then oh, that should open it up. I think that put us up by like five. Yeah. But then they, they kept fighting. Like Rashid Wallace hit that three. Yeah, then fucking, I remember I'm seeing the the, the highlights. Um, Ray Allen hit a three on the corner. Yep. Rondo hit a three on the corner. Rashid Wallace. <laughs> Crazy. That go to show you that they, that team, they didn't want to die. They had a lot of guts. I think the final score was like 83-79. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want. Like, we don't have that anymore. Like, a finals game will be like 120 to 110. And I kind of miss that. I like respect the, that team, though. The Celtics. Yeah. Do you think they're a dynasty, though? Because they only won one championship. People, people talk crazy about that team. That's just because who was on it. But they took advantage of their time. They got one. Got one. You know what I mean? Look, look who we are, bro. Got yeah. the rings. I mean, they got, they got one, though, but the reason why I respect them because I I know, I know what it took to beat them. You know what I mean? So I can, you know, also all the teams, you know, that, you know, they, they had to, they climbed the mountain. They had to climb a tough mountain, too, to beat us. Right. That wasn't no an easy win. So I had a lot of respect for them. What were the vibes after? They could, like, that team. The reason why they call it that team a dynasty because – I don't know who the Orlando team that Orlando year who they lost to Boston, but that 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 team was really close to at least being there three times. Yeah. Who they lost to the Cavs? At least being there three three years in a row. They probably lost to the Cavs that year. But at the end of the day, they they got one. Yeah. But so what what was it like after? What when? After you guys won that night. Party 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 man. It's crazy. I went home. I, 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 I drove. Went home in my jersey. Champagne all over it. Yeah, crazy. And the Phantom? No, I didn't get the Phantom till the next morning. Oh, the next morning. Yeah, my beautiful wife bought me a Phantom. That was dope. Do you still have a relationship with her? Like, talking and whatever. Nah. No. That's what happened when you're a scumbag. But I can live with it. You live and learn. Mr. Cohen. That was actually the last question. Like, what's your biggest accomplishment and your biggest regret? In life? In life. Could be basketball, no basketball. Well, my biggest regret. <clears throat> my biggest accomplishment is having children. My son, um, Lamar, my daughter, Destiny. My other son, Jaden, who passed away was six months. And my biggest regret, I would say, was will be not honoring marriage the way I should have. You know what I mean? 
Because you lose so much when you lose it. When you have a wife, especially a good wife, you lose it. You lose her, her family. You know what I mean? It's death to so many relationships. Right. That could have been avoided. Only thing you do is learn, live and learn. My bro. That's it. That's it. And that's it for this episode. Um, again, congrats, Lamar, on your new podcast, On the Low. Thank on you. On YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. That's a wrap for The Late Show, episode number three. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.